This is WrestleZone Radio, presented by WrestleZone.com. Find us on iTunes. Welcome, one and all. This is WrestleZone Radio. I am Harry Kettle, and today I am being joined by a very special guest. She's recently been in the headlines for playing Shinsuke Nakamura to the ring at WrestleMania 34. It is none other than Alice Cooper guitarist Nita Strauss. Nita, how are you today? I'm doing great. Thanks a lot for having me on. That's all right. And uh, first off, we've obviously got to start with your performance that we just mentioned at WrestleMania. What was the process behind you finding out about it, getting the call and actually setting everything up? Because I, I think, you know, I, sometimes people know about this stuff uh, quite far in advance and they aren't allowed to tell anybody. Was that the case for you or did you find out quite soon to the date? We actually got confirmed for the WrestleMania performance that week, the week of WrestleMania. So yeah, there was definitely no, uh, there was no long lead time, no long preparation time. But the process uh, started months earlier. You know, my manager Josh, he's really a visionary, and he uh, he has a knack for coming up with cool ideas and then finding ways to make those ideas happen. So he had this idea in his head for months that this would be a cool thing to make happen. And we didn't know anyone at, at WWE. We didn't know anyone in their music team. So he was just making calls and, you know, kicking down doors and trying to get in touch with the right people. And he had me make a video uh, playing Shinsuke's song backstage in Alice Cooper show. And he was sending it out to, you know, WWE creative people. And finally we got to the right person. And the cool part about it was that when, uh, when I finally got on the phone with them, they said that they had had me on their radar for quite some time and we wanted to do something together and they had a similar idea for Shinsuke for his theme so it really was uh it was synchronicity that it all worked out the way it did well it's it's interesting that you mention that because obviously now we know that Shinsuke has turned heel and he's had the edit done to his actual theme music with the guitar and stuff do you think that's something that may open the door for you to join up with him again in the future it's almost like you playing into the ring was kind of, it wasn't, might not have been a hint necessarily, but it felt like a hint given that he's kind of gone from the very calm, smooth piano playing baby face to mm-hmm. the guitar playing kind of heelish ways. Yeah, it seems like it. You know, uh, when I did it, the fans on, on Twitter were all clamoring for a remix of the theme with me playing on it. And they did do a remix of the theme. Unfortunately, I wasn't a part of it, but you know, I think definitely the heavier heel music suits his new character. Yeah. And following the match, obviously, there was still around an hour or so of the show remaining. Did you get the chance to kind of watch in the back or did you go out into the crowd? How did it all, how did it all kind of work in the immediate aftermath? Well, immediately after, you know, this the one kind of bummer about the whole situation was I really wanted to see that match. <laughs> you know, Styles Nakamura was the match that everyone was there to see. I mean, not everyone, but, you know, it was most. <laughs> the most anticipated match of the night, I think. That and the Ronda Rousey match, I think, were the most impor- anticipated matches of the night. And uh, so immediately when I got finished, their match started, and I got shuttled off to do press, uh, and I didn't get to see any of it. Oh, God. Um, but I did, this is pretty cool. I did, um, you know, they have my guitar and everything still in gorilla. So I had to go back and get it obviously. And, and when I went back to get it, Brock and Roman were in there warming up. Wow. So that was a uh, really kind of a unique thing to, you know, kind of poke my head. It's so sorry, 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 sorry. Just, just getting my stuff. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you know, it was really cool to see Brock and Roman preparing for the match. And, uh, and I, I got to watch that backstage and catering with the rest of the wrestlers and it was really really cool 
with you, I think it's a different kind of situation than with a lot of people who come into WWE and play, you know, someone's theme live for a special show because, you know, you're a fan. You, you're, you've got a bit more maybe of an investment in it. How long, oh, definitely. How long have you been a fan of professional wrestling? And could you in your mind have ever envisaged before Josh helped you to get this into this position, could you have envisaged something like this actually happening? Yeah, definitely. You know, and I think it's cool as I think it's so much cooler as a fan to do something like that. You know, every time I see, you know, a celebrity wearing an Iron Maiden shirt or, you know, a little thing like that kind of gives me a hint to say they're one of us, you know, like and I think the WWE universe and wrestling pro wrestling fans in general have really accepted me because they know I'm one of them. You know, like they know I'm a mark. I read WrestleZone just like everybody else, (laughs) you know, so it's uh it's been a really, really great experience for me as a newer wrestling fan. So I grew up uh, in a household without TV. I didn't grow up watching anything at all, much less wrestling. And uh, I started watching wrestling. So Josh is my manager and also my boyfriend. And when we started dating, uh, he worked with a lot of wrestlers. And he said, you know, I said on a a beautiful Sunday morning in Los Angeles, I said, what do you want to do today? He said, well, today's WrestleMania. I want to watch WrestleMania. <laughs> and I thought, WrestleMania? <laughs> you know, as an uninitiated, I thought, really? You want to watch it? Okay. You date someone new. Hmm. You want to find out about their interests. And, you know, so I said, okay, we'll watch WrestleMania. And uh, after that day, we, you know, we had gotten the, the network, the 30-day trial of the network to, yeah. to put WrestleMania on. So I said, look, show me. Show me some wrestling. This is something that you like. This is something that you work in. You know, you date someone new. You want to find out about their interests. So uh, I said, show me some stuff. And he put on the Monday Night Wars, uh. which is, you know, there's that, I think it's a 14-part series on the WWE Network about the you know, WCW, ECW, WWF at that time. Great series. You know, the, all the, the turmoil going on. And, and by the time that was done, I was so hooked like, I was a fanatic. I watched everything. I watched everything I could find. I watched all the old matches. I watched all the old Raws and SmackDowns and WCWs and, and ECWs and, you know, all the old territories and everything I could get my hands on. And I just became a full-blown fan myself. So, in terms of your own personal career trajectory, how has this recent appearance changed anything for you? Has there kind of been a notable shift in terms of attention and with your career, what, what kind of stuff have you got going on now post-WrestleMania? Well, it was really exciting because, you know, it's always good as a musician to get yourself in front of a different audience. You know, a lot of the people that saw me from WrestleMania, they might not have known who I was before, but now that they know, they're going to keep up with what I'm doing, you know. And, and again, I think it all kind of boils down to I'm one of us, you know, I'm one of them. They're, I'm, you know, we're all the same. We're all fans. We're all... And there's such a crossover between wrestling and music. You know, I don't know a single wrestling fan that's not a big music fan. And so many musicians I know are big wrestling fans. It's like, it's a huge crossover fan base and some of the most passionate and awesome fans I've ever had the pleasure of interacting with. So I'm very, very excited to be a part of the WWE universe and, you know, pro wrestling universe in some small way. I actually started out my my wrestling side of my career playing at indie shows i played at pcw ultra in la i played robin dam out i played the great muda out i played pentagon so uh and now actually i'll be doing uh mick foley's music uh oh gosh it's tomorrow <laughs> at the ice house in pasadena i was gonna I was like oh it's next week 
It's actually tomorrow, <laughs> Thursday, uh, May 3rd in Pasadena. So, you know, it's, it's cool to just sort of like be a part of this world, uh, you know, that I'm such a big fan of in, in a little way. And hopefully I can continue to do that more. You mentioned, and, uh, oh, sorry. sorry, go ahead. Yeah, well, you mentioned McFoley there. I was actually going to um, bring that up. How did that opportunity kind of come around for you? Was it something that was directly linked to the Nakamura performance? No, no, we've known Mick for, oh gosh, a couple of years now. Um, and just stayed in touch. You know, he is a, a big music fan too. And he knows what a big wrestling fan I am. So anytime we're in the same city, either he'll come to see me play or, you know, he and Josh and I will have dinner or whatever. And Mick is a really genuine and cool person. And to get to do something for him and not just play his music as a fan, because that is so awesome. <laughs> but to... But to get to be a part of uh, of Mick's entrance is, is very, very cool for me. Yeah. Now, as we kind of look ahead to the future, what do you feel like the next kind of 18 to 24 months hold for Nita Strauss? Well, the most exciting thing I've got going on now that WrestleMania is done is uh, I'm releasing my debut solo record, which is called Controlled Chaos. We're actually in the final days of the Kickstarter for that record. So it actually ends Friday, May 4th, and uh, it's really, really cool for me because I've spent most of my career playing other people's songs, you know, and, and doing things how someone else wants them done. So I thought with my solo record, it would just be me and the fans, and, you know, we'll do it without the without having to seek the approval of a record label, you know, a bunch of executives saying, you know, the cover has to look like this, you have to change your image to look like that, and, you know, this is just by us for us. So it's uh, it's been a really amazing process so far. The Kickstarter campaign ends Friday, and then I'll be releasing that uh, in September of this year. And then, of course, I'll be touring with Alice Cooper and touring on my own to support the record. Well, you heard it here first, folks. It's been, I imagine, just such a whirlwind of a few months for you, Nita. Thank you so much for the time today. Really looking forward to seeing how the Kickstarter goes, how the single goes, and how everything goes for you moving forward. Thank you so much.